long wait is over. We can finally stop pretending we give a rat's ass about the... <laughs> What's wrong with you? Every week, Nathan, you ask me to come yeah, in you're with a better <laughs> You're laughing before you, you get through your intro. With a better introduction. And then you just start laughing halfway and you make me stuff it up. Let me get through the introduction. You sound like a bogan. Well, Rich, that, mate, that is your job to intro the show. You, you need to be able to block Nathan out. <laughs> no, please just start staring again. across. Start no, again. Get, I'm not doing it. You can get stuffed. Seriously. Start again. No, I, I'm not doing it. Oh, here we go. Oh, I tell you right. Shut up, Brownie. Uh, but there's a man that I much more prefer, prefer to the right of me now. You'll probably know him from his cameo on the Chaser ad, Richard. I saw that hey, come up the other <laughs> Do you think I may have been forced into doing that? Do you get an extra uh, sling for that? Mate, when you're trying to hold on to a job, when you've got guys like Paddy Dangerfield doing oh. heaps of media, you just want to hang on to your job, so I'll do anything they ask Did me to do. Did you ever see our man here dance with Danny Minogue when they were doing – what was that show they were doing, Dancing with the Stars? No, Dancing wasn't, with the Stars was no, something similar. it was something similar, yeah. You've never seen a man move like a six-foot-six – White man. <laughs> Hang on, Nathan. For a man who's meant to be coordinated, you are the worst dancer I've ever seen. But I don't get on TV and pretend I can dance I was forced like, to like do you that. did. That was another thing I was There's forced some to things do. things you need to say no to. <laughs> hey, uh, well, what I was trying to get to yes. before I was rudely interrupted was how exciting that round one is finally here. I am sick of trying to give a shit about cricket and the NBL and the NBA because footy's the only one I really care about. But it's back. Round one is here. It's one of the great weeks, Richard, along with September the last week. This first week, everybody's excited, everybody's fit, everybody's flying, everybody's got great expectations, and a few days from now, six sides will realise they're still really shit. You reckon? (laughs) Yep. See, I don't quite agree with you there because you think back to this time last year, Nato, who lost in round one? Give us a couple of losers. I can't remember who lost in round one. I'll give you two. Collingwood lost their first two. And West Coast lost their first game. It doesn't matter what happens in round one. How well do we think we were going back in 2009? We just had Benny Cousins come to the club. We'd won eight of our last ten games in 2008 and everybody was talking the Tigers up. This is the year. They're going to play finals. Brown's flying. Richardson's flying. You've got Ben Cousins coming in. And uh, we went into this game. We were bred at $1.25 yeah. against Carlton round one. We had helicopters at training on the Thursday night were watching Ben on Cousins. Fire. Quarter time, 43 oh. points down. Bev <laughs> had kicked five. Eddie Betts had kicked five. Ben Cousins done his hamstring nine <laughs> minutes into the first quarter. We lost by 83 points, and I thought. That's about it for me, I reckon. Yeah. That's done. I think uh, I may have played on Jared Waite that night and I'm pretty sure he got three brown low votes as well. <laughs> but nothing sets up a Richmond – and now Richmond are good these days, but nothing set up a Richmond bad season. Uh, same thing. It was two years before, 2007, flying into preseason. Everyone was good. I was out injured, sat in the stands, um, had my salad roll, getting ready. First bounce of the day, I thought, how good's this? We're going we're gonna to go all right here, the Blues. I might be back next week. Not sure how the body's feeling. Kane Johnson, the skipper, gets the first touch of the night. Always good to get the first touch yeah. of the year. Kicked his biggest kick I think he has ever seen. It was a good centre clearance. only problem, Matthew, oh, I know it went the wrong way. <laughs> it went the wrong way, Nathan, and I remember standing at full forward. I was isolated, one out in the goal square, and as he kicked it, I actually thought I'd gone to the wrong goal square. <laughs> you know who marked it, by the way? Fev marked it and kicked the goal. <laughs> I think we lost the first nine games in 2007. Oh, when yeah. did the Richmond versus Carlton round one start? Was that back... Uh, I think How it's, long has it been gone for? I think no, it was 
six, I yeah. reckon. So I think we played the Pies in 04 and 05. And then there was one year where they went away from it, but basically the last seven or eight years it's been an absolute – like it is a good way to start the year, isn't it, traditional rivals at the MCG? I think we used to play Collingwood and they couldn't agree on the, the gate or how it was going to go. So I think the last year we played was Collingwood 2004 yeah. where I got the three and you got the two, which was pretty oh, usual those yeah. days. <laughs> It's not bad, is it? Thursday, do you like Thursday night footy? I do. Would you I like do. to see it all year round? I don't think all year, but I think at least half of the year, and I think there's a pretty good balance there now. I think people love Thursday night. It rates well because, you know, you've got school the next day, you're not going out for dinner, you're generally at home, so you're going to watch the footy. And, yeah, I like it. I think it's a good uh, it's a good start to the year. And as a player, what, what what's it feel like coming into round one like that? You've, you've obviously been training your absolute dot off for the, yeah. the last four. Are you just absolutely get Is that as excited as you get for a game during the year? Obviously, yeah, discounting yeah. finals. Uh, pretty much. I mean, you, you, you're raring to go. I mean, you're sick of training. You just want to start playing. You're nervous in the practice matches. As a more senior player, I got nervous in the JLT or the NAB Cup or whatever they called it, the ANSET Cup back when I was playing. You got nervous because mm. you, you know that you're at the level. You know you can play. You just want to get a little bit of match practice, but you don't want to get injured. But round one, it's hammer and tongs. It steps up a notch. You don't get better conditions to play footy ever mm. than late March, early April. It's extraordinary. The first four or five yeah. games where you got, you know, 19 to 22 degree days, nice warm nights, it's good. You know what you watch? The first five minutes, no matter how much training you've done, no matter how fit you are, Blow. the tongue's hanging out. It's just <laughs> nothing can replicate that first five minutes. Just on Thursday night footy, if you're out Ooh. there listening, put your hands up if your wife or your girlfriend hates Thursday night footy because it's oh, one extra night that you have to uh, watch. It is. Well, you're not going up against maths, though. Maths finishes on the Wednesday. You, you been watching maths? Any there? Would not waste my time. <laughs> hey, it's not just round one. Well, it is just round one for the AFL, but local footy is coming up to round one. Hey, I, know, I know we want to get on. Can I just yeah? interrupt for one Ooh, second? Yeah. I've got a little segment maybe going forward, the burning question. Oh. And it was my birthday yesterday. Thanks, by the way, boys, for wishing me a happy birthday. I forgot. Yeah. Right? How old? 44, birthday, and, the, and this raises the burning question I want to bring up. I yep. might have one each week. Ooh. But I turned 44 yesterday, and a mate of mine, I bumped into him, and he said, oh, by the way, happy birthday. And we had a chat for a couple of minutes. Then he looked at me and he said, mate, you're 44 years of age now. You're too old to be wearing a flat peak hat. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Now, so I ask you two the question, am I too old to be wearing a flat peak hat? Uh, be honest. Look, okay, be I, honest, I will, I will say this: in your appearance, you're you're tall, strapping. You don't look forty four. I, right. I think Thank it, you. I think Thank it you. suits you. However, <laughs> at age forty four, I would have thought, in general, that, yeah, I would have thought most forty four year olds should not be rocking. It depends a, a how you look, doesn't it? Right, at the end right. of the day, it depends how young you look. And yeah. I, I'm a bit worried that the older guys who still wear the peak caps with the, um, the sticker on them. I, I still no, don't get why, why they wear the sticker. Are you supposed to take that sticker off? You are. This is a younger generation thing. I think yeah. the, the younger guys do, but uh, just maybe uh, hit us up. Are we on Twitter yet? Have we got a, what have we got a handle? We do what? We do have a Twitter because I actually used it to uh, – we, we've got a, a new segment coming up a bit later on. Yeah. Uh, which I, So we can, you can hit us up on Twitter. On so just, just on the. I want to know if I'm yeah. too old. All right, well, we will put that question right. to the Twitter. Yeah. We'll You've always been there. a solid Converse wearer, aren't you? All right. stars. Yeah, never, never, ever not going to wear them. No. Are there any? No. Uh, yeah, are there any other items of clothing you think may may need to just go in the bin? Now you're you're now mid four. Oh, well, Brownie's got. <gasps> the, oh my uh, no! I, what are those? Well, I wish we were on camera this week because <laughs> he's got the. Uh, they're my city of gods. They're the Yeezys. What aren't the they? hell are those? They're like a half snowboard boot, half. I, I don't know. Uh, 
What? That is horrible. Now, you, how old are you? Got it from Sneaker Boy. Is that Kim Kardashian's uh, husband's N- brand? Uh, don't know. Don't what? know. City of God, it's called. Kanye West, isn't it? Uh, don't know. All right. Yeah. Well, Good and so, so uh, would you consider, how old are you? You're what? 40. 40? I reckon you're uh, nearly too old for those, I by the way. I would suggest you were probably at 15 years old. years old too <laughs> old for those. Let's move on. We'll move on. <laughs> now... The big boys are going back this week. Local footy goes back a couple of weeks in a couple of weeks' time. I actually played. I was out at Frankganistan. 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 Now, Frankston's a – how do you this play nice. for? You? I play for Canterbury. We're just a little side in the eastern eastern suburbs. So we went out to Fra- – The we Canterbury went- boys going out to play <laughs> Frankston. <laughs> we went out to Frankston to take on the Frankston Dolphins, of course. They yeah. folded, but they've yeah. sort of – they've come back. And um, it's a different world out in Frankston. If you're not from Melbourne, Frankston is uh, – it's a bit more of a working class suburb than perhaps we in Canterbury are used to, and it was a it was Friday night. Definitely under, a lot different. Friday night under lights, and they had a big crowd. They're a new club that's up and coming. There was a bigger crowd. We don't get very big crowds to our game. Yeah. Hummel this went was to a private massive. school. I, yeah, I, I tell know. everybody out there, and he's the type of man that does wear Ralph Lauren polos. From time to time. But th- this crowd, now this was brutal, Different crowd, this crowd. They? they were just getting on the, the Jack Daniels and Coke. There was about a 1,000 out there. The abuse that we were copping, we were copping cans across from the, the crowd. They were just oh, really? absolutely abusing to us. I've got a bit of a strange walking style. They were telling me they were yelling if I had sunburn armpits because the way I was running and it was just – and I, I gave a little bit back. That's and <laughs> Sunburn armpits. Yeah, so it was, uh, it, it was rough. But I just wanted to know, if they, you guys would have played local footy. Well, look, before, before we get into me and you, Richo, oh, I've heard yeah. something pretty disturbing yeah. about our co-host over here when he does play local footy. Yeah. And some time back, as we have a look at the sticker on his arm, oh, he has got a tattoo all over his arm the day before a game, right? Yeah. And this clown has gone out and <laughs> played with, a footy game not with, the with the cling wrap. Oh, no, no, <laughs> the no, cling wrap. No. What a bogan. That just screams. No, no wonder people bag you. That just screams you are a dickhead. Well, I didn't want to get an infection. I still wanted to play. Are you footy. a good player? Yeah, I, look, I you know I've I broke my leg last year, but I've come back in. I am in career best form. But what was worse, I'm told, when he kicked the goal and it was a pretty good goal, he ran to the crowd and dismantled his cling wrap along the way to the boundary line. <laughs> <laughs> Took it off for the goal celebration. Oh, that, that's well, a they were getting into me, Richard. I'll call me stickers the whole time. I'll tell Had you my one, time again. I wouldn't do it. I, that don't do that ever again. I'll tell you one thing. I saw at local footy growing up as a kid, and this is one of the best things I've ever seen. I don't think this can be top, to be honest. It was Cooey v East Devonport. Now, arch rivals on the northwest coast of Tassie. Cooey was a, a pretty rough sort of team. So was East Devonport. Uh, there was some likely lads Generally, getting Generally, most of them are pretty rough down there. Yeah, they are. <laughs> northwest coast is pretty uh, hard people. So there was a local legend there called Stephen Beaumont. Now, Stephen Beaumont was good enough to play about 50 games for Essendon in the early 80s when Sheedy was coach. Uh Traditional full forward, only about six foot, but thick, you know, just to kick 10 every week, one of those full forwards. I went out at quarter time because I was just – I wanted to see Stephen Beaumont in person. I'd yep. heard all about him. I went out there and back in the day, you know, they bring out the cordials? Yep. 20 cordials, you know, 18, two interchange, 20 cordials. This tray was different. It came out to the Cooey huddle. It had 19 green cordials in it. And one pot of beer. <laughs> and, who, Bowie. and who picked up the pot of beer? The great Stephen Beaumont. One of the best things I've seen. My first game of uh, when I was 16, I played for my local club, Golden Square. We played against Eagle Hawk. And Eagle Hawk, uh, 
it is your hard sort of, it is your yes. Frankston type area. Eagle yeah. Hawk, um, I grew up in Eagle Hawk and I didn't really fit in an Eagle Hawk to be honest, but my old man was a real sort of like bum out of his pants <laughs> bogan <laughs> who, uh, who grew up in bare feet. So that's where we came from. And I went out my first game out there and I was 16. This is senior footy. Senior yeah. footy oh. in Bendigo. And I, I, was, I must admit I was a little bit scared going out because I knew yeah. what Eagle Hawk liked. And these blokes were, you know, huge men. I was still a stick figure with a ponytail. Um, you look like a member of Hanson. Yep. Yeah. And, exactly uh, like Rick Williams the, the drummer. brother. Who, exactly. His name's Lee Williams, who was still in Bendigo playing for Golden Square. Different size to Diesel. He was about six foot eight and just a massive block of a man. A ruckman had the Ooh. biggest hands you'd ever seen. And the umpire's just about to bounce the ball and he goes, just wait a minute. And he stopped. He goes, looked at every player in the centre square and he goes, anybody goes near Browner today, I'm going to f***ing kill you. Oh. And everybody it's, looked at and the umpire goes, okay then. And that's how the game why started. Is it, why and nobody was he looking after you? Why? He was my ruckman. How good is that, Yeah. I, uh, I felt <laughs> i got a bit chirpy after that. <laughs> but, <laughs> Brownie, this was one of your segments from last week, one of the new segments oh, yep. that you be uh, the board up. Now, we still haven't got a name. I don't know about the Trump first trumpet award it's yet. It's the Trump award. The Trump award. The Trump, why do you keep writing the trumpet award on Because that? it's just people being general dickheads with themselves, like Donald Trump does most days. You watch his press conferences, you have a bit of a giggle out of it, but you're yep. happy that you're not him. Now, this week, uh, I went with a three, uh, one vote, first of all. One vote for the. Are you keeping the leaderboard? Well, Sorry, being Well, just. Well, so this is for. People who make an absolute goose yeah. out of themselves. And then when round one starts, so next week we will play a game, it might be the player who was the worst on yeah. for the week. So. Okay. So but last it, week we had Jack Watts for three. Yep. We got three this votes for the his pre-season. outstanding yeah. Mummy for two. Mummy yes. two. And who was one? Uh, I think Alex Fasolo for yeah. breaking yes, Solo. Was out on the source. Yeah. Now this week, because we've only had a week uh, and we haven't had many games play, but there's still been a lot going on, I thought – one vote for the AFL. The AFL completely ballsed mm. up. And Why have a conversation more. about the grand final uh, and the slot it plays? And every year. Every year. Yeah. With, with a week to go before the grand final, I find that strange that they do that. You and know the fact why? that they haven't even well, we locked down what? all their rules properly it's yet. A, a slow news week, it's so they the, like it's to generate. It's from the PR handbook yeah. 101. Yeah. The AFL, they love it. They love just in the, when the NBL should have been having some coverage about yeah. that. They had their yeah. final series of great resurrection. The AFL just goes. So one to the AFL. They're no. going to get more votes this year, I'd, I'd oh, suggest. Yeah, Two votes strong. goes to Ooh. Big Joe Danaher. Now, not that. What, what's he done? Not that Joe's out injured or he's not playing or he's not playing this week. But uh, I heard that Dyson, the, the, the captain's day, where they have it at Marvel Stadium. Where half the captains didn't half turn up. Half the captains didn't turn up. They go and have a photo, um, obviously launch the season, do some media. Dyson Heppel couldn't be there. So, so they you think, said oh, Joe, you know, It's they? a big day. You know, Dyson Heppel can't be there. They get Joe Danaher to go. Big day. You probably get there on time. <laughs> you, you're, you're a man that gets there on time, Matthew. I'm told 45 minutes they were waiting for Joe Danaher. Oh, a bit of a clanger. You, you turn up on time. One yeah. thing that annoys me at footy clubs are players that do not get there on time. Seriously, it's a full-time profession. If you can't get there on time, just an absolute disgrace. And that leads me into the three votes because one man who didn't even get there was Jesse Hogan. Now, leaving everything else aside, this is purely on the incident where he was drunk eight days before a game. We, We talked at the top of the program how excited round one is, how much work you've done. To be drinking eight days before a game and not be able to turn up the footy training when you're a high prize recruit, probably you deserve not the three votes. Yeah, not good Can't enough. I mean, you, 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 you get that in the local, the I local can't footy. Be critical of him, to be honest. I can't be Why not? because uh, back in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, 
It was my 21st <laughs> at the Castle Hotel in North Melbourne. Uh, oh, Dad, Dad a put a couple bit. of grand over the bar, which was a lot That's of a money. That's a bull back then. Yeah, the bull. The bull. What, the what bull. would you pay for a yeah. pot back then? Oh, it was about $1.50, $1.60 for a You ever go down the nags that day? Yes, he did. So <laughs> I've, I've had quite a few pots. I've then made my way to the Tunnel Nightclub and, and uh, of fun. finished off a, a drink card there. Huh? I found myself waking up. How good were the drink cards oh, back in the good, day, by yeah. the way? How often would you get them every time? Oh, you every, every time. time. Every time. They're, they're forbidden there. now. Yeah, you oh, can't. And it's the thing of the past. But I woke up the next morning and I we had a Dane Swans pub the other night. Did, did you? you? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, there. They, they I've been to Dane Swan's. I well, saw Dane Swan there and I, he didn't give me anything. You don't get him at many places though. Mm-hmm. So I've woken up the next morning at 5 to 10. We had training. This is six days leading into round one. Robert Walsh was our new coach. And I woke up at 5 to 10 and I just rolled over and thought, well, I'm late now so I'm going to have another half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I got there. You might as well make the most of yeah, it. Yeah, so I got there late. Walsey pulled me aside after training and he fined me $500, which was a lot of money back then. He said, we won't suspend you. you. You can play this week. We need you out. <laughs> he said, don't do not do it again. So I didn't. I've, and since then, I've never been late for training. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get into the first game of, the, of this season for the podcast. It was, uh, we picked some serious winners last year. We're going to look at the game we touched on at the start, Carlton versus Richmond, they, as they always do. Kick us off at the G on a Thursday. Carlton, $5.10. 97% of the bets, Brownie, have been on Richmond at $1.14. They're very, very short. You can't touch them at that price. Gee, there's some, there's some, probably some value to be had elsewhere. That's pretty – that's a big gap though, isn't it? Massive. And, and the thing is, Richmond we Richmond always, they come out, we think they're going to belt Carlton. They're a far more superior side, but they just always just get well, it done. Remember well, last year? 10 minutes in last year, it was five goals to nothing. And I thought, wow, it took them most of the game to catch that up too. They wouldn't want to do that tomorrow night, Hummer. If they do that tomorrow night, Carlton will beat them. We've already got the news driving in here this morning to record this podcast. Tom Lynch is definitely playing. Damien Hardwick has confirmed that. This morning, so he'll partner Jack Rewalt in the forward line. That's huge for Richmond. You- it's huge for the club. Two A grade key forwards. Um, that that gives me that gives me great optimism as a Richmond supporter. They're going to be a good team this year. We both had babies. Um, both after we finished yeah. playing, and I, I, I couldn't fathom playing a game after four nights of having a baby. No. Honey, you're still to find the right one. But <laughs> Jack Rewalt, congratulations, had a baby. But he'd have to be a little bit off. I reckon this week. You would. I mean, it's an exciting week. You know what, though, Brownie? You, you're adrenaline. You're yeah. running on adrenaline. Mate, give it a few more weeks. I reckon it kicks in even more. But, yeah. look, he's a pro. Surely they've got things under control. Richmond, uh, they deserve to be favourites, clearly. They didn't lose the game in the preseason, but they were slow starters in both of them. They can't they do that tomorrow night. I'll tell you who looks in great, Nick. Trent Cotchen. He, uh, he looked great. He looks in skinnier the, than normal yeah, too. Yeah, and I just get a feeling he's hungry. I mean, not that he hasn't been the last few years, but he finished seventh in the BNF last year. And I just think Trent Cotchin's prime for a really big year. Tell you as good was Rance in that first game against Tom McDonald up in Shepparton. I thought he was outstanding. Now, they're too short for me to play. $1.14, Hummer. Yep. But what I do like is Richmond, $1.39 at $2.50. Now, I think Carlton will be a lot better than what they have been. I think they're going to take it up to the Tigers. I don't think they'll blow them away. But here's the stat. Ten of the last 11 times these two sides have played in recent times, and Carlton have been pretty ordinary, it's been 1-39. Ten of the last 11 times 
and have a look at the total points in these early games because 182, I reckon they've got them at last year's prices. Now, with the 666 rule, I think it's going to be high scoring. We saw high scoring in the GLT, so that over 182, I don't mind that either. But Richmond 1 to 39, 250 for me. And I yeah. think the 666 rule is going to help out a man called Patrick Cripps to get 30 more, $1.50. Yeah, he's a gun, isn't he? In the traditional Friday night slot, Richo, Collingwood host Geelong. Is this at the G? Is that yes, it is. Night games at yes, the G? it is. To uh, what a great way to start oh, the year, hey? Geez. Gee, uh, I like Collingwood. I mean, you look at them now, and what was the one thing you questioned throughout the finals, Brownie? Was probably their size down in defence. You know, they had Tyson Goldsack down there trying to play as a key defender coming off yep. a knee, Rico. That's been fixed over summer. Darcy Moore comes back. Uh, Roughhead, Jordan Roughhead comes over from Good the Bulldogs. Good player, Roughhead. Yeah. I'm surprised the dogs let him go. So all of a sudden their defence has got a great look to it. Their midfield is absolutely unbelievable. They've added Dame Beams it's to the best that midfield mix. in the competition. It is. You're all through Trelaw, Beams, Sidebottom, Pendlebury. Adams. Um, Adams. You've got Phillips who rolls through there as well. Degowie yeah. who rolls through yeah. there. It's pretty strong. So, look, I think Collingwood will win this game. I think they look really look good. The Cats, they've added some players, some other teams. Rowan's come in from Sydney, always been a little bit inconsistent. Big year for him. He has to find consistency. I think Dowhouse gives them a little bit of defensive pressure they maybe lacked. Uh, both good acquisitions. But I just think Collingwood, they were great last year and they've added to it over summer. Have a look at Geelong because I think they've, they've gone down the Richmond path. I noticed they had Dangerfield and Selwood play outside the centre square a bit in the JLT, mm. which gave opportunity to young Constable and also Kelly in there. Um, they brought in a young kid to play in the forward. In his name escapes me at the moment, but he was busy, he was sharp, and his pressure was good. Gary Rowan's pressure is good down there mm. as well. And obviously Dalhouse will run through there as well tomorrow. So I think uh, on Friday, so I think Geelong are going to be a more defensive side yeah. in their back end, but I agree. Ablett forward? Uh, has mm. to play forward yeah. because I... I you know the only thing that worries me about Ablett Ford? He, he's got crook shoulders. He can't take an overhead mark. Like, mm. I know he, he wants to play Look, he's a champion. Well. He's a champion. He'll make it work. But, yeah. Hasn't he denounced me. his midfield role? Did I read that during the week? So um, he's not well, going to play in the midfield. I just don't see where else he plays if he doesn't play forward, mm. I think, because they've got so many midfielders running through there. He has to play forward. for the, So the bet for me, I'm going to go Collingwood. But to get 30 or more disposals with the new rules the way it is, I just think still side bottom at 220 – or Dane Beams at 220. They both rack up numbers. I, you can't tag them all, and I don't think Geelong will tag, but yeah. I think side bottom 220, Beams 220 Jeez. for 30 or more disposals. Gee, there's some good midfielders out there, isn't there? Well, when Penderbury's 320 to get uh, 30 or more disposals, Tom Phillips is four bucks. He had 30, I think, seven times last year. You, so You put those two midfields down on paper, hard to imagine better midfields ever. Like, you look at them Well, on you paper. have to go back to Brisbane and also the west coast of 0506 yeah, to, to see. And they were great midfield, but Collingwood are, are looking towards that. $1.60 on offer for Collingwood, $2.25. Collingwood, easily the best back side. Paddy Dangerfield, can he – thought $8 for the Brownlow. He's been the best backed. Well, he's another benefit of the 666 rule because obviously there's there's not a lot of players around the footy at a stoppage and the, the first centre bounces, and he gets a lot yeah. of centre clearances. So – and with his explosive pace, he's more explosive than Cripps. Yeah. If he gets the footy, he's going to have room to run. And he's, mm. he, he doesn't like to give it off to. He likes to run with the footy danger field. So expect him to be bursting out of the middle and um, umpires will notice that. If Carlton win 10 games, Cripps yeah, how many? He does, how many games? What's how many games? If they win six games, yeah, I reckon, six, uh, can he win it? Yeah. You need to win eight to I ten games to win the brown line. Eight, eight no, to I ten. I think they'll win eight to ten. Hmm. So there you go. Cripps wins it for mine. Yeah. yeah well, they're winning eight games, mm. eight to ten games. 
The last game we're going to look at, and a bit of a bit well, of a We're saying the other games aren't worth it, are we? What are we saying? Well, we're, it's more of a streamlined podcast ah, this right. year. So we're going yeah. to have a, a look at Adelaide versus Hawthorne now. Adelaide, $1.36. They have been incredibly well supported. We've hardly taken a cent Wait. on Hawthorne, $3.18. Why are we sort of just... Seem as an industry, it's just a given. We seem to think that the Crows just bounce back. Is it? I don't know if it is. It's not a given, but they had a lot of injuries, and all those players are going to be playing, so they've got a full list to choose from. And um, for the first half of the year last year, they were still inside the top, I think, four or six, and it was only late in the season they dropped probably six of their seven games. So I like Adelaide. I think they'll bounce back. And my best bet of the round is Adelaide oh. at the line. The line was eighteen and a half yesterday. It's now nineteen and a half. I just think it Adelaide over when it's hot. Early in the season, um, for me, Adelaide, I don't think Hawthorne can beat Adelaide. I'm just trying to get some value, and I think they can beat them by more than three goals. Yeah, I think you're right, Brownie. That, it is a huge year for them. I mean, nothing went right last year, right from their preseason. We know it happened up in the Gold Coast with their camp, and from that moment on, they seem to be paddling uh, from that moment with bad publicity, players out of form. I think Tex, he has to have a big year this year. Yep. Um, Rory Sloan joins him as uh, co-captain. I like that. Sloan, Sloan had injuries last year. Tex had injuries last year. Brody Smith comes back. He's so important. Backline, you know, Laird Smith got great run, got good key position players. Eddie Bits is JLT. He was he was sharp. Mm, yeah, he's not going to lose any athleticism, Eddie. So well, his standards had a average year yeah, last year. So that they've got a lot of upside with a lot of champions that you know can bounce back. Uh, Brad Crouch mm. is fit. Matt Crouch is just going to march on. So, yeah, you'd think that they will bounce back. Yep, I think agreeing with both of you, I don't think anyone in their right mind will be tipping Hawks in this one. Now, Richo, it was, it's been an up, a week of up and downs for you because it was your birthday yesterday, yeah. we heard earlier, it turned the big 4-4, Johnny Platten. But not all. <laughs> the rat. I like the rat. that. <laughs> well, that's oh. good. It could be Richard Osborne. Oh, could be. Uh, yeah. Justin I'll Madden. I'll take, that is I'll good. take the rat. I'll take the rat. I'm actually, I mean, I'm number 44 for the Canterbury Cobras this year. Oh, that's so that's right. why I knew it. Uh, but wow. not all is well no. at the Richo household. No, I was a bit flat the other morning. I walked out. I knew as you moved north side. Oh, no. I know. Wait, where are you now? I've moved you, house. You're no longer in Elsonwick. No, I'm in Northcote now. But anyway, I walked mm. out Sunday morning. He was morning. in Elwood. I was in Elwood. Oh, they're the same, aren't they? It's a lot different, Elsonwick. Are they? Very different. Yeah. I walked out uh, Sunday morning, boys. I got in my car and soon as as soon as I got in the car, I, I just knew something wasn't right. I look over on the seat. The manual's out of the glove box. It's a, a brand-new car that I'm lending at the moment. Oh, well, you're not paying for it. Right. Well, <laughs> Thank you. Do you want to give him a shout-out? Yeah, Furniture Gully Hound. <laughs> um, I've looked at the manual. gone, that's strange. I definitely haven't had a look at that. I've only had this car a few days. Then I noticed a few receipts, you know, parking Ooh. receipts were just sort of scattered around. And then... I noticed that my driving glasses, a pair of Ray-Bans that, you know, you just got a pair in your car, yep. everyone's got them, you leave them in your car, you use them for driving. I noticed they were gone and I thought, this is strange. So I've actually got a camera, a security camera on uh, my driveway. So I just Smart. thought, I'm just going to scroll back through last night on the app on my phone. So I'm scrolling back through and sure enough, I get to 5 a.m. and here's this bloke walking in my front gate. Jeez. <laughs> right. He walks in. So this is a, in your driveway. This is actually in, in my your driveway house. and my daughter's in the front room. It just made my blood boil. You see him walking in. You see his mates in the background checking every car door in the street, you know. He walks up to my uh, wife's car. He tests that closed. He goes to my car. And I, I've got to take fault here. I obviously Don't tell me. I haven't no, locked it. no. <laughs> I haven't locked it. Come so, on, Matthew. So, uh, but the fact that he was in there. So 
he's got in. He's had a scruff around. He has stolen my favourite driving glasses. So I, I just want to say. What else? What else did he drive? He, there was nothing else to steal. Just no some, money, no, no, so no your, nothing. Your driving glasses are Ray-Bans. Mine They're are just Ray-Bans. some $5 pairs. What you know, prepared at here? Shell. Yes. Hey, he's, he's pulled out a safe. <laughs> now, I just, I've got a little statement I want to make to this bike, okay? Thank you. Oh, wow. okay. Hold the press. <laughs> this is preparation, Nathan, that we have not I seen before. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. <laughs> But I do have a very particular set of skills. He's got the Liam Neeson. He's got the Liam Neeson. Skills I've acquired over a very long career, a long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you give my sonny's back, that will be the end of it. (laughs) I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. And I will demolish you. <laughs> He's pulled out a Liam Neeson. I want my Ray Bans back. He's got that his quivering return. I want him back. I wasn't oh. expecting that. I can't believe it. All right, I'm you, not happy. Well, I just can't believe you're driving glasses the Ray-Bans. Yeah, they How are. new? What, what type of Ray-Bans? Yeah, look, I've had them for a while, Hummer, but they're comfortable right. and I like oh, them. And, and the unlikely polarized. chance that this smacky is listening to the Sports Bet AFL podcast, you've got to add a week to get the Ray-Bans back. Otherwise, Richo <laughs> Mendes is going. No, I, I challenge you next week, if something happens to you or your family, I challenge you to find a movie. <laughs> a movie? And just get you a You want me to roll with some... <laughs> Some quotes out of movies, all right? all right? Get in character. Yeah. Can't wait for that next week. All right. Can I write it out like you did? Yeah, no, I couldn't remember all that. Oh, don't lose. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I wasn't an idiot. <laughs> Here, we, this, we get to the punting section of the podcast, Brownie, something very close to your heart. Now, talk us through this, How what we're going to do for this AFL season. We're going to kick it off before round one. Yep. And we're going to see how it goes. So everybody, I reckon, out there who's who's been a a, a better or a, a a gambler, a punter, a punter is gamble the better. wrong word. Well, and so is better. Yeah, punter's yeah. the word yeah. you're looking for. Looking for punter, Matthew. <laughs> this is your segment. <laughs> anyway, so everyone thought, you know, I could start with a thousand bucks at the start of the year, or and then just get a twenty percent win each week, or 20 percent. Roll that in. So obviously. You want to get your 20%, so you have a 1,000 on something, you roll that in, and then you've got 1,200 the next week to bet with. But you've always got to roll it in. So it's compounding interest, obviously. So well, you've got to put oh. the whole lot back in. Yeah, the whole lot right. goes back in. So and how much do you get left with at the end of the year? Well, if you get through to round 22, we'll do the sums, but it's like hundreds of thousands. Like it sounds, really? It no, sounds, it does. It really compounds. So this could be a life-changing. simple. This the could be a life-changing. first week you only make 200 bucks, but... Yep. Um, You're basically to, relying on a favourite every week. Yep. Now, they don't get up every week. The best I've ever got to was round 11, which is half, oh. halfway. Yep. So you start to get a bit nervous. Yep. You start to get a bit nervous and then people in your group start to go, should we just take a little bit out? No, you got to stick to it. Well, so, this is good because yeah. what we can, we'll can we keep publicising this throughout the podcast. This pod, is called podcast. the $1,000 experiment. And if you haven't got a 1000 bucks, like no, we're, we're, not all, we're not all on Nathan Brown's no, money. No, I'm not For me, it. I'm going to do this we're with $100. sports bet money. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to do this with $100 of my own money as well. Okay. We implore the punters to do the same. All right. So here's the bet this week. In in wanting to get at least 20% each week to roll it through, I'm just going to take Melbourne head-to-head against yep. Port. Um, they're $1.30. I think they Ooh. beat Port. Well, you're going to go a little bit more than $1.20. A little bit more. Don't get greedy, well, Matt. This Matthew, is we're stuffed if this is round St Kilda are $1.26, and I I don't have the confidence to back St Kilda. So they're the though, two shortest, are they? Even though Gold Coast are pretty awful. Yeah. 
So Richmond yeah. are a dollar fourteen. I could do Richmond. But then you'd have to roll something else into in it, it. And then yeah. it just yeah. if you have too many legs, I, yeah. I, I'm confident Melbourne beat Port Adelaide. Yeah, at um, the G. Uh, at the G yeah. at a dollar thirty, particularly when Port Adelaide have four debutants playing. Yeah. Now uh, you, you don't have many sides winning. Would you when have you've done got that? Four at, debutants. Would you have done that at the Adelaide Oval though? No, absolutely no. not. No, but the four debutants. Look, I was thinking about going St Kilda because I think they'll beat Gold Coast because Gold Coast is going to be pretty ordinary. But when I heard that Port Adelaide are going to play four debutants, mm. I thought that the Demons win that yeah. game. Yeah. Now that's, that's that's a lot of you. You compound that up. That is a heap by the end of the year. We will sort that out. We'll, yeah. we'll get, we probably should have an answer now, but we don't. Yeah. Well, I thought that was the idea of this that you had actually worked it out. <laughs> well, <laughs> it doesn't help when you've already gone for a dollar thirty when we've said a dollar twenty to start. I, I said an average of a dollar twenty. Now, what about this? What Minimum. about what about you're just you're not trying to do this. You're not trying to be a hero, but you've got a hundred dollars to spend each week of the AFL. So we're going to do we're going to do what we're going to do is you're going to have a hundred dollar bet. You're going to have a hundred dollar bet, and we're going to go to the punters now. I've already gone to Twitter, and I've uh, and I'll let you decide which of the punters get a hundred dollar bet put on them. Yep. If it gets up, they'll get a prize. So, what, where, how are you spending your hundred dollars on round one? I'm spending my hundred dollars on round one. At Richmond one to thirty nine, fifty bucks, and Adelaide at the line for fifty bucks. As a multi or as individual bets? Uh, probably individual bets to make yep. up a hundred. Okay, Richo. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to multi them if you want to. No, nah. really concern me. Just go that. Just say. say well, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to put a half mine. I'll put fifty on Patrick Cripps for the most possessions uh, Thursday Ooh, night. Yep. Okay, and I'll put fifty just on Collingwood straight up. Okay. Well, we haven't got the disposal market yet out on Patrick. Cripps. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. All right. Definitely. So, yeah. and I tell you what, we're going to go with Lachlan Mill, who has got onto us on Twitter. He wants the Milsey. he wants the total points over tomorrow night's game, the Tigers and Blues. I like it. So that is going to get like you a eighty-five. So Millsy, if that gets up, a prize of and some description is coming. Does our way. what happens when we win? Do we? What uh, do we do? Well, I'm sure we can, we can work, again, work something out. Well, do I get you to keep it or well. do we give it to a charity or what do we do? Uh, Hummer hasn't sorted that out. No, yet. Well, what, what, that will all be revealed next week. You just got, you've got to drip feed this stuff out, boys. You can't just keep going. You just got to slowly reveal it. Otherwise, you don't want to give the spores away. Right, this takes a long time. It does. It does. Now we'll work. We'll work something out. We, there's pro- still a few little mechanics that need to be worked out. Exactly how this works because you've changed the game on me. Despite the run sheet saying we were doing a punters multi, you've changed the game round a bit. Well, it doesn't. You've, you've, you've printed out the item here, and it says. $100 bet, how do we spend $100 on round one? Oh, I was meant to have changed. <laughs> we're getting there. Rich. It's early in the season. Yeah, Cut me some sake. Hey, we're still looking for a sponsor. Plus, Did you do any name. work finding a sponsor? Now, you want a name. You want a name for this podcast. podcast? I thought yep. we could call it Gotham City. Uh, yeah, but I'm told that we can't. It wouldn't get There's through the iTunes because of copyright. Because I want a Batman and Robin as well. But that's that's See, but so, Gotham City would have been good. Batman, Robin, and yeah. Alfred. Well, again, get onto us. Get, get onto us, Twitter, if you've got a, a good name. Alfred. But we're still looking for a sponsor as well. We were all supposed to go out and see if we could dig up a sponsor. I'm tipping you haven't. What do we need a sponsor yeah. for? Because I want some free stuff. I haven't had the life <laughs> of a privileged <laughs> AFL footballer. Georgie Parker, who does the female podcast, gave him some New Balance shoes. Yep, very good talent. Shut up about. Oh, how good! Hey, listen. That's the first time I've got free stuff. I'll just say this to finish up today, boys. You guys work here full time. I'll leave you boys to get the sponsors. All right. Oh. Gamble responsibly. <laughs>